Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. My mate bought a toaster. I am high as a kite for two reasons. Number one, I've just had a very, very large dinner. And we're recording this. Normally I record this in the morning, but um, this week we're doing it in the evening, which has given it a sort of slightly, I don't know, I, I quite like the atmosphere. And um, hopefully this is going to work. We'll find out now. Uh, and my guest this week is a brilliant actor who absolutely stole the show uh, on the very fabulous years and years. I mean, there were some other people in it as well, but she was my favourite in it. Uh, and I'm thrilled that she's joined me this week. Please welcome Ruth Maidley. Hello, Ruth Maidley. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Well, it's great to have you here. And the evening thing is interesting. You, We've already spoken a little bit before the show. You've got a glass of wine on the go. And most importantly, we need to establish if we can both be quiet and enjoy the background noise that you've brought oh to the show God. today. I'm so okay. sorry, right? Here we go. Now that is, uh, I'm imagining a sleeping elderly lady in the corner of your room. Is that what that is? That's, that's what that sounds You're like. You're not to far me. wrong, to be fair. It's my, it's my, it's my male dog, my bulldog Buford, and he is fast asleep Buford. on my floor Buford. in my office, and he is just heaven on earth. And if that gets annoying, please tell me and I will move him out of the room and we'll explain to him that it's your fault. You must be kidding me. Anyone who's listened to this podcast before will know that I'm obsessed with dogs. They take priority over everything else. Everything in my life. Everything. Yeah, yeah. And trust me, uh, audio quality is at the bottom of a very long list, which dogs are at the top of, if that makes sense. Um, so the dog is uh, sleeping peacefully. And it's nice, Ruth, because, you know, if we have any awkward moments, we can just drift into a sort of <laughs> dog I'm just going to hypnotise you. <laughs> but it is, it's the most... It's the most soporific sound in the world. I can't. So sometimes I've, I've got a dog as well. And often my wife will leap out of bed at six o'clock in the morning and Polly sleeps next to me on my side uh, on the floor. I know Polly, Wally. And um, I'll wake up a bit. I'll be like, right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. And then I hear Polly doing that exact noise, which Buford is doing now. And then I fall straight back to sleep. Isn't it the most relaxing thing? Now, I, as I did mention this before, if Joe, my boyfriend, did any sound like that remotely in bed while I was trying to sleep, I, he would be yeah. buried under the patio by morning. But, <laughs> he, but Buford, he can do whatever he likes and it's so relaxing. Um, Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, if you come to say hello. Yes. Yeah, I think yes. he heard his name. I think he heard he his did. name. How old is he, please? He's he's going to be two in November. Oh, wonderful. He's oh, the God. angel of Lucifer and I so can do no wrong. He does not respect me. No. Well, that's the best thing about dogs. They my dog couldn't give a shit about me. I could be on fire and she'd just Genuinely. use it as an opportunity to get on my chair. I swear to God, if, if we, God, God help us, if we were ever burgled, this dog would use me as a human shield. I swear. He, <laughs> my boyfriend is like his world. I am at best Buford's 
playmates and equal um that's a, that's a best most days i'm a subordinate right. but that's fine except that these dogs own you now <laughs> uh, good talking of owning let's find out what you've been buying and taking ownership of on your you know amazon what? accounts you can't delete things can you i've just realized it's far too late yeah, yeah yeah and i'm really happy that you've signed the formal my mate bought a toaster contract which means i get to choose absolutely everything that everything appears on the episode, go for so. it go yep. for yeah, yeah, yeah. it um so so we're diving back to 2008 oh okay. what did i what did i buy in 2000 oh my word my my phone does not go back that far i'm terrified hit me okay well 2008 it's a it, do you know what it's a strong start uh 26th oh, of september 2008 oh, oh shit can i swear i'm so sorry oh fuck yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. God, that's Absolutely, what yeah. i usually have to ask these before no no but you are swearing in front of a two-year-old there is that okay do you mind he's, swearing in front you of the You know dog, what? Or? He's got up and left. I think he's sick of my voice already. See, this is what I mean. He doesn't respect me. <laughs> he's, gone, oh, he's gone to find his daddy. Yeah, genuinely. Um, it's like, okay, she's done. Um, talking of uh, domestic bliss, you have bought on the 26th of December 2008, nearly 12 years ago exactly, Will and Grace season one to eight, the complete box set. Yes. I did, honestly, one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. I bought that. You know what I bought that for? I bought that. I, I'm, I was obsessed with it. I bought that as a... It, it was, it was yes, 2008, so it was when I just graduated, and it was a post-graduation present to myself. A good way to prepare for a uh, life of an actor is to get a solid box set. <laughs> I didn't to... even know I was going to be an actor then. That's hysterical. It was just that I have no job. Let's see how we can fill the time. So hang on. So where what did you where did you graduate from? Edge Hill in Liverpool. Uh, on, right. Ormskirk. I, I did uh, script writing. So... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, so your initial instinct was to be a writer rather than a performer. Then I did, did this. Basically, my whole career is a beautiful, beautiful accident, and um, <laughs> I always knew I wanted to be in the industry. But I thought that my capacity would be in storytelling, writing kind of way into it. I was always really interested in how stories are told, how they're made, and. Yeah, I don't know if it was a subconscious thing, but I just never grew up seeing anyone who looked like me on TV. And yeah, I just didn't think it, I didn't even factor into my head that it was even an option. And I'd never take, I mean, I'd never taken a single acting class in my life. I didn't know whether I was any good at it. My acting credentials went as far as being Mary in my school nativity. But as to be fair, as roles go, yeah. the mother of Christ is pretty high. You know what? That was at five years old. You know, but I mean, I just thought I peaked too soon. That set you up. Um, so, so you mentioned this this thing that you never saw anyone who looked like you mm. when you were watching. So, do you feel the pressure now? Um, you know, you you do, do you feel like you you've got to take that pressure? Does that feel like a burden? Or does that feel like a positive thing? Both, because I mean, on the whole, ninety percent of it is a positive thing. There's ten percent that's kind of it can be worrisome because the industry still has its problems when it comes to disability representation well it has a lot of a lot of problems I mean, and yes. you, you 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 it is an uphill battle and you want to fix everything and make everything better now um for the people who who aren't like me and who didn't who aren't looking at this career as an accident this is what they the only thing they want to do they want to go to the drama school they want to put their heart and soul into this one focus this one career and this is their only passion and so those people who want to be in the industry and, and 
make an impact and become incredibly talented actors that, and who want to nurture their talent and really develop it the same as any other aspiring actor. The, the industry needs to change a lot to be able to accommodate that um, from yeah. very early on. So I do feel a lot of pressure in making it better. Um, yeah. And wanting to make it better now because one of my major flaws is I'm incredibly impatient, but um, that works for me as well sometimes. So on the whole, it's a really positive thing, and it's something that I am very, very privileged and proud to be able to bring attention and awareness to. But the other half yeah. is, you know, that you are fighting an uphill battle a lot of the time. It can give you such a sense of purpose, though, can't it? I mean, that's it's for me. That's that is my driving force. I'm very, very aware that I didn't train for this. I got. I was in the right place at the right time and then I found something that I was good at and mm. um, there's no right or wrong way to get into this industry and that's what I tell anybody that I meet. Um, but it, it, that is my driving force is I want to make, I want to leave this industry better than I found it for people like me. So that did is... Did you feel the- then when you were at this point, did you feel, well, I can't, I can't be an actor even though I might want to be one because I'm in a wheelchair. Was that, were those... Those no, feelings it, it wasn't even it didn't even register even when I got my first acting job I was like well that was nice <laughs> genuinely he, but my agent yeah. laughs at me now he, I think this past year has only been when my attitude has changed a bit and even after every single job I'm like well we had a nice run didn't we wasn't that nice <laughs> genuinely after every I just never saw it as a career a, a way to pay the bills i just always yeah. thought it would just be something that would be really nice to do on the side and yeah. it took a long time for me to realize oh what well, that's this is my job now yeah, yeah well, and, it really is it really is i mean at that stage though 26th of september 2008 your job was watching eight seasons of will and grace that's fucking hours Ruth. it didn't do me very good <laughs> Did, Why not? Right, right, big, right right now i don't know whether you know this love but <laughs> um, I went on Celebrity Mastermind, Tom. Oh. And my speciality was Will and Grace. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Babe, I oh, came last. Yes. I came last. <laughs> I, I did better in the general knowledge than I did on my specialist subject, which was Will and Grace. You know what I did? I kept it too broad. I said, the first, the, the, because, Will and Grace did like um, the newer series recently. So in the past couple of years, they did yeah. a, a new series. Mm. So they reunited, and their but I said no, no, the the original one to eight. I should have I should have picked one season, and I picked yes. all eight. Well, yes. well, it was it was a disaster. That's a hard uh, thing to revise, especially with a career that's getting busier and busier. That's the irony. The sad irony yes. is the time to ask you this questions about Will and Grace would have been when you had absolutely nothing going on. Would have been 2008. Would have been, I would have genuinely, I would have smashed it. You know what? It was for charity. I do not mind embarrassing myself for charity. Yeah, I mean, sure. But come on, just getting a bath of beans for that. This is worse. (laughs) My November 2008 we've got a lot of video games so are you quite into your video games then which video games were they uh, so we've got well interestingly you've got FIFA 09 on the PS3 and Pro Evo Soccer which is like buying uh, a Betamax and a VHS at the same time yeah I think yeah I, th- th- I think one of them would have been for my brother-in-law and the other one would have been for an ex-boyfriend so that was great to bring that up <gasps> let's hope the ex got Pro Evo <laughs> 
Always give the ex Pro Pro Evo. That fucking dick. He's welcome to Pro Evo. Um, you can have it. Yeah, you can exactly. have it. All right, so that's 2008. Uh, 2009 then, Ruth. So, in, by the way, in 2009, at this point, um, at what point did the, oh, actually, no, maybe acting thing happen and, and the writing thing get parked for now? When did that moment come, come about? You know, I've been acting professionally as, as like a real career, mm. as in like pretending to appear like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Five years. Um, okay. But but this this is the funny thing, right? I only I only left my full time real job, as I call it, last March. <sighs> what was because I your just couldn't. I worked as a fundraiser for the children's charity with kids. I'd worked for them for nine years. Right. And when I got the job on years and years, I um I took a sabbatical. I said, listen, yeah. I can't. It's going to be too much commitment. Um, I won't be able to do both jobs well enough if yeah. I keep doing. Because I'd always just used annual leave. I'd done evening work, weekend work. I'd just used all of my annual leave and all of my time off in lieu to do acting work. That was just how I juggled it. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, after I finished years and years, I went back to WizKids. Uh, the, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, they're a children's charity that buy wheelchairs for disabled children. And they bought me my first wheelchair when I was five. So I'm very, very lucky that I can see how the charity works from a beneficiary point of view and an employee as well. So yeah. after years and years finished, I went to WizKids and I got, I'd got another job on um, Channel 4, uh, the Sarah Lancashire drama called The Accident that Jack Thorne wrote. And... Mm. So I said, oh, I just need to extend my sabbatical. And my wonderful boss at the time said to me, she asked, she said, Ruth, I, I, I think you might be an actor now. And I was like, no, 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 this will be finished tomorrow. Please don't kick me out. I need to pay my mortgage. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I was just, I just never saw myself being able to, I mean, it was 100% the right thing to do to say, you know what? Yeah, I just can't keep doing both. It'll kill me. Yeah. <laughs> But, do you think that? Do you think that the refusal? Uh, well, okay, hang on. Let me let me rephrase that question. Is this a self belief problem, or is this just you want to keep yourself grounded? What, what's what's going on here? Why aren't you? Why aren't you going? Why aren't you feeling the entitlement? It wasn't a self belief thing. I, I if if you know the one person I'll always back is myself, but. Mm. It was the fact that I'm not naive. I'm not yeah. a lovey. I'm not in any way, shape, or form interested in fame or anything like that. I'm very much. I, I, I loved. I loved my job at WizKids, and they were like they've been families to me since I was five years old. So I think if it had been like any other job that I absolutely detested, I'd be like, "Bye, bitches. I'll see you later." <laughs> but <laughs> I'll see you at the bastards. But this time it was like, no, 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 no. I stay here. I, I, this is my. I felt really safe, <laughs> and yeah. you know, you know this acting like is full of rejection and hardship, and but also wonderful moments as well. And I just didn't see it as anything sustainable because, I mean, the, the disability side did play a lot in that. I think it was a case of, it's harder. It is harder as somebody with a disability in this industry. It is. It's it's undeniable. It's just what it is. Mm. And it was that fight in that uphill battle that you just think, oh, I'm going to leave my full-time job with security and then I'm going to like <laughs> not get a job for another two years and be broke. And unable to pay my mortgage, so there was there were a lot of factors, but the self belief wasn't one. Not in myself; it was in the opportunities. Were they there? 
were they enough yeah. to that for me to live on <laughs> you almost didn't have belief in what the industry could provide you with yeah yeah it was that more than anything else um and and a big part of it was that i'm I'd never in a million years thought that I would be the kind of, I'm I'm very like, I like to know when my next paycheck's coming. Well, that's gone out the window now, hasn't it? But um, <laughs> I, I was always like that. I'd never been in a job where I didn't know where my next, you know, the wage was coming from. So yeah, I'm to like kind that. of throw all that in the air and say, hey, I'm going to be an actor <laughs> with no guarantees. Bye. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It money felt obsession. really, really strange. There's a, there's a lot of actors for whom money obsession is a big thing. And yeah. if you've got that and you're throwing yourself, you know, into the industry and you've got disability, that is just the bravery that takes is is off the charts. It really is. It doesn't surprise me at all, especially with the comfort. And and it sounds like this sort of extended family that, that was kids was for you. But it they must were. be it must be great now, because you're pro- let's be honest, your profile's absolutely shooting up at the moment. I'm really, really, really lucky and I wouldn't have felt I, I mean, I, I, it was hundred percent the right time to leave with kids when yeah. I did. Um and I was very lucky that I was in a position where I could see the bit of a traje- trajectory. Yeah, and yeah. I knew that I had certain things lined up, so that kind of gave me a bit of a comfort blanket, knowing that there were a few jobs that I knew were coming up and I could rely on. But then, so you can the- always use your you can use your profile now, right? And and become an, a more ambassadorial role. And also, well, when all actors, <laughs> as all actors will do, you know, when the when the dip comes, hi guys, I'm back. Did you? What do you mean? My I said I wrote a letter to our CEO. She is absolutely incredible. She's called Ruth Owen, and she is the most formidable woman. She's a force to be reckoned with. I absolutely adore her. Yeah. <laughs> I literally wrote her a card because she'd been nothing but supportive to me. And I said, listen, Ruth. So I can't thank you enough for everything. You've been an absolute wonder to work with. It's been a joy. Um, when this goes tits up, I will be begging <laughs> for my job back. Yeah. I actually wrote, so I wrote it down. It's written down. It's in black and white. So, yeah. um, And also when, you know, charities usually ask people or invite people to be patron. Yeah. I insisted as I left. I was like, please, can I be patron now? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm very lucky that I get to do lots with the charity um, and still very much feel part of it. I don't think that'll ever go away. So it just means if I do well, then hopefully they can get a bit of publicity from it as well, which is the the very least that I can do for them. Of course, of course. Um, I mean... Let's go back to 2009, all right? So this is before the acting thing's kicked off, right? So uh, we've got here 15th of February, 2009. Obviously, Valentine's Day has happened. Um, The ex is happening because he's had computer games. That's over. And you're looking into the, you know, the next half of, well, the next section of 2009. And you've bought A Hand to Guide Me by Denzel Washington. (gasps) <gasps> what's that please i love yes my hand to guide me yes mm. i love it. he's like my favorite actor ever oh yeah and he wrote about all of the people that had helped him get to where he is so it wasn't it's a great book i'd recommend it to anyone and it was a producer that i'd worked with because i was doing a i was yeah i was doing some uh it was like work placement kind of things at BBC and a producer that I'd met on a on my first acting job yes 
my first acting job, I'd recommended that I buy that book. So I did. Okay. And it's full of, so it's full of people who inspired and helped and... Yeah. So there's people like from his childhood. So his pastor, his, um, his, his school teachers, and they've all written about how they influenced him and things. And it's really, really interesting. And it was people that you think are seemingly insignificant at the time, not insignificant, but you don't think they're going to have such a massive impact on your career that you, when you become an international superstar, like Denzel Washington. Yeah. And it was just, you can, you can really see how he um, develops and he's remained really humble and, and close to his roots, I guess, where he's from. Yeah. He's awesome. I was lucky enough to interview him. Stop about, it. <laughs> about a year ago. And no. he's, yeah, he's an absolute fucking dude. He's just the nicest guy. He's just, oh, he's, he's so lovely. Beautiful. I don't he's care how beautiful. old he gets. He doesn't change. I would no. literally leave Joe in a heartbeat. <laughs> you have it on record. Oh, a longing to lick Denzel Washington. We've all got it. Get yourself some gas and air and breathe deeply. We're talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina. In my head, I was saying, could you go and see if the anaesthetist is free? And what I was actually saying out loud was, help me. CD player doesn't work. I was like, <laughs> I'm staring. I'm a fucking CD player. Where's my playlist? That's one tour in every minute with me, Beth Murray. Available now from Great Big Owl. Help me. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We like to listen to toast. We're not the kind who would boast And even in spite of the host We still like to listen to toast la, 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 Here's a good one, 15th of February 2009 This is a classic, Collect British Stamps 2009 Ruth. Oh my dad, my dad, oh my, my sure. dad <laughs> Sure, 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 uh-huh My dad has collected stamps, he's the biggest geek in the world uh, He's collected stamps since he was about... Probably about well, probably about twelve knowing him, but yeah, it was something that his dad I think passed down to him. 
Oh. And it's just a thing now. So, um, oh yeah, I must have ordered that for my dad. Oh, I don't 2000- know how he ever got a girlfriend, to be fair. <laughs> um, the 2009 edition of Stanley Gibbons' famous all-colour Stanley Gibbons, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. lists every British stamp from the penny black to the end of 2008 with an all-commemorative... I mean, is there a more interesting <laughs> read? It really is fantastic stuff. That dog is going to start snoring again. Um, he's gone. It's... He's left me. Oh, he's... <laughs> stamp he's gone. Uh, it's got some great reviews. Philip here says, stamps, just the... The job. Thanks, mate. Yes. Good, good review from Philip. Five stars. It feels like a classic dad thing to do. To it's a very stamps. dad thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just that thing to sort of any excuse to get yourself hidden away, doing something which yeah. keeps everyone just away from you. Leave me alone. Yeah, that yeah. is him. Just leave me be. That's his favourite saying. Just leave me be. Leave me be. This is it. They just want to be left alone. This is the thing. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Let me sort out my stamps. I can tell what your dad got for Christmas from you in 2010. What did what? This is great. What, what, what? This, I mean, this is the other reason that being into something like stamps is good because it unlocks a whole host of presents. A whole host of really crap, dull presents that you can buy people and he'll be really excited by. What did I buy? Yeah, $9.99 on the visionary magnifier for stamp collectors. Great, yeah, that was it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> visionary magnifier. It's just, it's it's perfect. It's it's all set up. So magnifying glass on a sort of um, imagine like a really 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 shit microscope and you you put stamps underneath it and you go yep that's a stamp and you're away (laughs) you're away mate that's not a fake i can confirm that's a stamp (laughs) he's one of those people as well like if, for my birthday, like we, so um, Joe's, Joe's got some family that are in Malta and my dad okay. will like rip the stamp off the envelope. Oh, I'll have that one. It's a one from Malta. <laughs> oh, wow. I love oh. it. I love it. Um, okay. All right. Oh, no, I promised we wouldn't do anything embarrassing. And there isn't. I, oh, I shit, go on. Well, hang on. We're in 2011 now. Okay. So you're, so where are you living at this point, please? In 2011? Where are you? Who are you? What I are you would, doing? Would I have moved into my apartment? No, that was the year after. So I was still at home. Okay. All right. Still living um, at home. First uh, of January, 2011, you bought yourself Thinking of Me by Ollie Moors. So, oh yeah. I love that song. Nice. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. You can't lie. That's the point of this podcast, mate. There's absolutely fucking no space for lying oh, here. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm all about the Ollie Moors. I love a bit of Ollie Moors. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you can't thought- embarrass me with that. You're gonna have to do better than that. No, I'm joking. Please don't do better than that. Do not. Do not. No, 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 don't no, 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 no. That challenge because was- I'm looking down. The- you, no. You're looking down the barrel of Maroon Five, and I'm happy to bring it up on the podcast. Oh, I love we can just- Five. Oh my God! Okay, Maroon oh, Five. Who's from Levine? Uh, Christina Aguilera, stronger than ever. I love a bit of Christina yes, Aguilera. Yes, bit of bit of Christina Aguilera. You know what? I actually had tickets to go and see her last year, and um, I ended up on a job and couldn't go. And my oh. best friend went instead, and she had a great time, and it was just a really sore subject. I couldn't go. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? When you start to get acting work, you have to certain things you have to sack off. Like no actor ever really goes on a summer holiday because you never, never. know my agent might call love. You can't. I, I'm genuinely. Yeah, <laughs> then they never do. Um, no. <laughs> facts. You're sat in your kitchen in your in your like swimming costume with a with a sad teeny. <laughs> anyway, it's true though, isn't it? It's true. Um, 2012 now. Oh, look, your your purchases ratchet up in 2012. You suddenly leap Great. up to six, 65 purchases, Ruth. So yeah, because me, me and my ex broke up in 2012. <laughs> when did you break up in 2012? Let's see if we can spot oh, it. Oh, it would have been June, I think, oh, okay, around right. the so June. Time. Because at the beginning of uh, 
2012, 20th of February, you bought the album Kylie by Kylie Minogue. The classic. Yes, do you want to know why? Right. Yes, please. That was my life as a kid. I had it on cassette. That was yeah. the first album I ever got. And yes. my uncle bought it. I was in hospital and my uncle bought it me with a Walkman. So I could listen because I was obsessed with Kylie as a kid. And that was my favorite album ever. And obviously, I had no cassette player at all. So I bought it for myself on DVD as a little kid, on a CD as a keepsake. And I love it. I still have it. I think it's actually in my car. I'm not even sorry. Oh, mate. No, never be sorry it. for Kylie stuff. Absolutely. Oh, vintage incredible. Kylie, not new Kylie. Vintage. Yeah. Old school, like, put your hand on your heart and tell me, Kylie. Oh. Oh, and has is, is that got the duet with Jason on the album, that one? Especially no, for you. No, 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 no. That was, um, oh, was that a song. bit earlier? Yeah, I think that was the one earlier. This was like prime time when she was like big in everywhere and it was I Should Be So Lucky yeah. Central. It's amazing when we have those connections to our childhood selves and it's so great it when... It makes me so happy. It's so Every nice time I listen to that album, even now... Yes. 34, it makes me so happy. Yes. It's just an instant transportation device. And it's great yes. when you can use Amazon and YouTube and all these places and you fall into a nostalgia hole. Exactly. Oh. I bought so many things. I was literally like looking at Polly Pockets the other day saying, you know, I could buy more. I'm like, no, you're 34. <laughs> yes, you know, buy them. Buy the Polly Pockets. It's fine. <laughs> so let's go to June 2012 and see if we can spot the moment, right? So uh, <laughs> May, we've got a few books. Um... Uh, we have got, oh, here we go. Look at this. May, this is an interesting one. Curves, Twists and Bends, A Practical Guide to Pilates for Soliosis. How do you say it that? It doesn't work. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't even think I opened that book, so it wouldn't oh. have worked. I mean, do I even have it? I think I gave it to the charity shop. It looked like a lot of work. And yeah. I think it was for people with scoliosis who hadn't had the surgery with the metal working. So scoliosis, if no one knows, is, um, if anyone's unsure, it's, it's the curvature of the spine. So mm. some people get it um, as adolescents. Some people have it really mildly. Mine was off the scale. So I had to have metal work put in to straighten my spine. Right. So when did you have and that done? I so I first I first had it done in oh, was I twelve? So okay. and then it was meant to be a one time thing, but it just kept going wrong. So I had it pretty much on the ear every year because the metal work kept breaking in my spine. Oh, wow. Um and then at the end of twenty twelve, see if you can spot this in my Amazon purchases. I actually got really, really poorly and ended up in hospital at the end of twenty twelve because the metalwork in my back got infected. I ended I ended up with septicemia. So you will see like so much shopping done on Amazon because I pretty pretty much bought all of my Christmas presents. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes, you will see, see a lot of Christmas purchases there. Um so yeah, and I thought, I mean, after years of surgery, why I thought that a book about Pilates was going to do me any favours at that point. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, it was, I mean, you know what? I don't know. It's that thing of, um, but I think a lot of people with all sorts of backgrounds look at Pilates and yoga and all those things and think, aha, the cure. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it it made a great, coaster for my coffee at one point yeah that's what these things are good for sometimes yeah um, here's a good one 9th of december 2012 uh presumably this is for you ring of fire after curry wipes yes, so special. yes. After, that was my uncle my uncle nobed oh uncle nobed well he's he's one of he's literally one of my best mates i love my uncle, uncle something nobed. chronic and i bought him 
I bought him after curry wipes. Yeah, ring of fire after curry wipes. You know what? That is a strong purchase. I'm going to have to do that again. Maybe for Joe. It's really good. It's really that's good. Gonna be, that's going to be, you know what? I'm going to write that down for Christmas 2020. Yeah. I mean, is there a more fitting present for this year? No, no, it really works ring so of fire well. wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely perfect. It's strong, absolutely perfect. Strong, strong, strong um, present. Uh, just get one of those wipes, a bit of talc, and you'll be absolutely fine. Done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where we're going, we'll be showing that we're listening to toes Cause these lovely yeah. ass people gonna talk, talk to, to the, the hoes He's gonna ask a couple uh, questions What they're buying the most Cause one that goddamn just likes a piece of toast What else have we got here? We're in 2013 now, by the way Welcome to your 2013, uh, Ruth Medley Welcome to 2013 Best, <laughs> yeah, best, uh, best year going yeah, well, 2012 yeah. wasn't great, was it? Let's face it. Uh, 2012 did not go well, so you had a split and you ended up in hospital for three months, but still better than 2020, right? Am I right? <laughs> so the 20, 2013 was actually when me and Joe got together, so oh. there you go. So, like yeah. This, and do you know what? I, I can see your music. Do, I, do my purchases look happier? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they do a bit. I just, I, I can just my, see. I bought, my first, I bought my first apartment then. Yeah, and I got with Joe then. So yeah, life was was we were we were good. Did you move in together then? No, no. I we we got together. And I I I was literally on the cusp of buying my first apartment, and then we got together about two weeks before. And me and Joe know each other since we were kids, so you knew that by the time we got together, Aww. that was going to be pretty much it. But I was I was like, no, I want to say I've lived on my own. I want yes. to do it by myself. So right. I did it, and. Um, I mean, I was never going to live with him first. Stop for me for crying out loud. Also, you know, you had to enjoy the uh, Rizzle Kicks party, which you must have been having. Would I, t- I did not buy anything of Rizzle Kicks. You bought Skip to the Good Beat bit. Skip oh, to the good I love that song. Right. <laughs> oh, no, no, that I can't apologise for. No, I love it. <laughs> I like you are completely unapologetic, but also Ruth. All I see on all of your uh, Amazon purchase history again, Chaz and Dave greatest hits. I see joy and love. Someone who just adores their life. This is absolutely fucking brilliant, Lady Gaga again. I absolutely do. Chaz and Dave was for Joe. Joe Joe's mum and dad. Now Joe's mum and dad like from Bethnal Green, proper like Cockney East End, that loving life parents. <laughs> and right. so yes. Chaz and Dave was a Christmas present for them. I remember that. Lovely, Chaz and Dave. Absolutely brilliant. This is so much. There's so much laughter and love on everything you're buying. Okay, let's head into 2014 now. Uh, so, Ruth, uh, acting going okay, writing going okay. What, what, how, what's the life? What, was, what year was that? 2014. We're diving into now. 2014 was literally when I I I, I got my first acting job at the end of 2014. So I hadn't even. Well, no, no, no. That's a lie. I'd done two acting jobs before then that were like. A day or two on things but right. um i landed my first very real game changer role um yeah. which was a lead in a bbc drama called don't take my baby yes. and um that was i got that at the end of yes so december 2014 was when i got that job and we filmed in the january of 2015 so yeah i had actually started i mean again it had just been a kind of a bit here Four years yeah. goes by, a bit here, two years goes by, and then didn't really think anything of it. And then this was, I remember my agent at the, that I had at the time, she said, if you get this, everything changes. And it really did. So I just, those phone calls, those phone calls are the best. I know. I know. 
Uh, but I hadn't got it at that point. So it was if, if you get this, everything changes. If you fuck this up. Well, I'm going to tell you that. Was that, before, <laughs> was that like before a recall by the time that was happening? No, or? you know what? She, she, when it came on her desk, when it, when it arrived on her desk, I absolutely, my, my, um, I've only ever had two agents and I, a big shout out to my first agent. She was absolutely incredible. I love her very much, Georgina. She was, she took very good care of me and we made something very, very beautiful together. So mm. it's hard to leave an agent, isn't it? Oh my God, don't. It was the worst thing. I, 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 I couldn't sleep. I'm just not business minded. I'm far too emotional for all of that stuff. Joe, on the other hand, was like, it's a business decision. I'm like, no, I can't. I just can't. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. Yeah. But we're really good mates now. So it's really nice. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, I tell you what, you buy a lot of books by Elizabeth Haynes. I love Elizabeth Haynes. Behind closed Do doors. You? Oh, I love those sort of thrillers. She's Stop great. It. I have a, honestly, I'm a I'm a crime thriller obsessive, and Are I have you? so many books of hers. Are you? Yes. Where is where is? Oh, sorry, but you've got to, you have got to write yourself. You like you as the chief, the main detective. You need to write yourself a crime thriller series for TV. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I would be the. I mean, how inconspicuous do people have to be? Because I can't (laughs) promise I'll be able to hide behind a tree in my wheelchair very convincingly and things like this. This is the only thing, and I'm, I'm, and and I can't be quiet either. Again. Again, I get far I don't know, too excited I don't about things. Like, like, how many times did you see Helen Mirren creeping up behind a tree? Don't worry about it. It was fine. <laughs> That's not a problem. You I love the fact that you're using that. Dame Helen Mirren as a benchmark here for me. I think that would be amazing. Um, I, I love I love crime thrillers as well. You bought The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins, Second Life yeah, by S.J. Watson. Bing, bing, bing. Yes, please. Thank you very much. She spent 30 quid. I'm literally sat next to my bookcase and 90% of this is crime thriller. Oh, is it really? And they're, and they're all female. That's really bad. They're all female writers. Well, that's not, that's not bad. Have you, have you well, read, it is because um, I need to expand a bit, don't I? What about your, what's your Lee Child game? How's your Lee Child game looking? I've never run. See, I've never read a single Lee Child. That's how bad it is. Greg Hurwitz, very good as well. No, um, I'm not. Ian Rankin. I'm a, yeah, I've read Ian Rankin, but I right, mean, could, I was like, I buy this. Literally, all of my books here are female. I didn't even. I've never realised that before. I'm obsessed with. Well, Val there McDermott. you go. I'm obsessed with Val McDermott. I think she's amazing. See, I love those books. I'm obsessed with Erin Kelly. Oh yes. I'm literally. I've read everything she's ever written. Oh, and right after um. I did Don't Take My Baby. I followed her on Twitter for a, a, a while. And then after she watched Don't Take My Baby and followed me back. Well, and I, you ge- genuinely, you would have thought like the queen had started following me. I woke <laughs> Joe up at midnight <laughs> and he was like, what you doing? I was like, her and Kelly just started following me. And now we're like Twitter buddies and we've actually passed each other in Houston Station. She's going to be listening to this at one point and thinking, okay, right, I'm going to have to limit my contact with her seriously because <laughs> she's quite scary. But yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with her work. She is like my all-time favourite writer. She yes. is insanely talented I love those books I love those kinds of books they are just my absolute catnip okay here's a weird one here is a weird one Ruth Uh, 13th of August well 13th of August well hang on 12th of August 2015 you spent £10 on Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas on the 12th of August I know what that was for 2015 12th of August okay it's the album Um, isn't it and then the next day you've spent £4.95 on Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey yeah 
Okay. Do you know why? Yeah, I'd absolutely need to. This was in, you say this was August. It's, you are buying, you're the only person in the world buying Christmas albums in August. Yes. Right. This was for one of my really good friends, Claire. She was getting married and, um, uh, for her Hindu, we were told to buy things, uh, just little silly gifts that remind us of Claire. And nice. she had to open them and guess who got them her. Oh, and good. she would always, that was like, that is her favourite song all I want for Christmas this year. She would just literally belt it. And I remember <laughs> her birthday is in February and she used to get really drunk at her house parties and play that in February. <laughs> and so that will always remind me of her. So that was my present. Didn't everyone scream at her when she was singing that in February? Until we'd had more drinks and then it was like, this is great. <laughs> so it was, there was a method behind mm. the weird purchases in August. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all right. That's, that's allowed. That's allowed. Um, £89, 8th of January, 2016. You've obviously had a heavy Christmas in 2015. 8th of January. 8th of January, 2016. (gasps) The Derma Wand for wrinkles and puffy eyes. Hello. Oh my God. Seriously. That thing is a godsend. Really? Really? People tell me I look young all the time. The Derma Wand is the reason why. Fuck you. Okay. Because having done a lot of breakfast radio, in the yes. last two or three years, I have aged get, up really badly. Get a double wand. Honestly, they're amazing. So what they do, it's like infrared and yeah. so it tackles like, so I, I, I mean, I, I don't have wrinkles at all, but um, I get really bad hay fever. So my eyes go really puffy and things. And I feel like I'm, cause I'm rubbing them. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to get really bad crow's feet. So I bought right. a demo wand and it, yeah. but it also, it's not just for that. So it gets really like um, scarring from any kind of spots you've had or um, color pigmentation in your skin. Love it. And it's dead relaxing. <gasps> Warming thermal energy. That's what it does. Yeah, so it's like it's like a little mini electric shock. I mean, I know it sounds painful and I'm not selling this well, but you can you you can adjust it so you turn it up to so a different um right. settings. Right. Um I remember I did it on Joe once and he was like, ah Again, this is what women often do. They get literally they go through ridiculous amounts of pain. For, but it for, doesn't hurt. That's the thing. No, I mean electrocuting is a little bit of a stretch, isn't it? Let's face it. We've got a um a review here from Ur Wells. Derma wand hurts when I use it on my forehead. <laughs> yes. It feels like the nerves underneath are bruised. <laughs> yeah, well that's yes. Yes, and you're not going to have a single wrinkle on your face. Be grateful. Keep defending this. No, because you'll be dead. Uh, keep defending, keep defending. <laughs> there was nothing about this item that I liked. Looks cheap and the burning skin smell is horrible. <laughs> it does not have a burning skin smell. No, seriously. I mean, if you've got okay. a low pain threshold, probably it's not for you. But I personally, I love the demo well, one. A lot of people who have said it's very good, but I just think someone's saying this. <laughs> As product reviews just go. Just my wine out. <laughs> 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 the burning skin smell put me off. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Um, also, you do that thing that I do, which is when you fixate on a item of clothing that you like, you buy it several hundred thousand times. And I'm talking about <gasps> the, con- the Converse shoes. So oh many my God, Converse don't. shoes. I have. D- d- you know what? What you're looking at? Yeah. Tom is the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> do you have a Converse problem? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want curing. I just yeah. want it to get worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 possible, so proud of it. 
when I get moved into a home, when I'm preferably, you know, in my maybe 90s, yeah, realistically, great. realistically 80s, if my diet continues the way it is, 70s, <laughs> I want to, the only possessions I want to have are just hundreds of pairs of Converse from over the years. Great. Shoes I have loved. It's just, it's the Shoes, only way to I do it. It's, seriously, I live in Converse. I wear Converse on red carpets. I wear, I wear oh, them yes. anywhere. Literally, I love them. They're such a good look, aren't they? This, I just love them and they're great for me. And and I'm a wheelchair user, so I very rarely wreck shoes. Yeah, but how are you buying so fucking many of them then, Jesus? Because I, it's, look, we've just established it's an obsession. It's an unhealthy obsession and we're just going to work with it. Okay, fine. So loads and loads of, uh, loads and loads of pairs of... Uh, loads. Uh, <laughs> Again, <laughs> tip of the iceberg. And then uh, August 2018, the Samsung Galaxy S7 screen tempered glass, uh, screen protector. Very nice. Again, why uh, not? Yeah, third time that year. Um, <laughs> and more Maroon 5. Maybe that's why you're yes. smashing your phone because it keeps playing Maroon 5. Stop it! Stop, Stop it! it! I love Maroon 5! Um, and then once again, you're buying Christmas music. It's the only way to... Fucking hell. She bought it in August a couple of years ago. Now, November 2018, she's bought See, Baby that's it's- more acceptable. Well, more, only just. Baby, it's cold outside by Dean Martin. Yes. yes. Very good. Very good. Love that song so much. Makes me I, so happy. I, I know people you- have a problem with it, but I just love it. It's oh I see yeah it hasn't aged that well has it oh come on stay no. here stay oh it's been as cold outside yeah there's witnesses outside I it's not know. nice it's, yeah it's, you can't I know <laughs> I know but it just oh, it makes me sad it's on the film Elf and everything yes, yes. never mind um, <laughs> uh, look at this big spender I can tell the TV cash has started rolling in see you later Wiz Kids Charity I don't need your cash anymore I can oh, spend God, I think I know what you're gonna say. pounds on a coffee machine <laughs> that that. That, Ruth Madeley, is a record for my mother's toaster. That is so embarrassing. That is awful. That is obscene. That is ridiculous. But I I genuinely, I fell in love with this coffee machine, right? It's self-cleaning. It does everything. And coffee is, well, my life. When Joe and I first got together, he bought me um, a different coffee machine which broke which is why I replaced it with this one um, for our first Christmas together he bought me a coffee machine because he realised that life was infinitely better once I'd had a coffee <laughs> so good clever man yeah he, and he was like my life is hideous when you haven't had a coffee um, so when that broke I was like we got the kitchen redone and I said I'm going to I'm, I'm going to treat myself to a coffee machine and I saw that one and it was, I'd gone and seen it in the shop and it was beautiful and I loved it. Did and you it try cleaned one? Did you try itself. a coffee in the shop? Yes. Oh, yes. It cleaned it? itself. That was yeah. a big thing for me. Not that I'm lazy you, or anything. You have mentioned the self-cleaning several times. I, I know, it was a big selling point. But, um, and I'd looked yeah. at other ones and it did just didn't, they, they just didn't have the same taste or, or, or it, it, there was just nothing that could beat it. Yeah. And I, I thought with myself oh my. an awful lot over this. Good. I was like, you cannot spend that money on that. And then I thought, you know what? Sod it. I'm going to buy it. You know what? Best thing, apart from the dog, best thing I ever bought. Well, very similar to the dog because it cleans itself. Your dog licks its balls. This coffee machine cleans itself. It's, you know what? The dog you know. can't reach its balls. For crying out, he's a bulldog. Oh, really? He can't reach his balls. I <laughs> have to clean everything. It's atrocious. But just use the curry wipes. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Just, oh, my God. It's oh, little boy. Does it have an app so you can make it 
from no, elsewhere. No, but it does recognise what you have. So, like, you oh, turn it on and it goes, good morning, Ruth, would you like a Oh, I mean, hang on. You, considering that you've bought this, presumably with money you earned during years and years, which yeah. is a kind of dystopian vision of the future where our items <gasps> and furniture talk to us. There's a, we are now a living in the here. reality version, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh. look, that that machine is my life. It's so funny; it turns on, and then I will I will say good morning back to it. That's how bad it is. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, Ruth and I, a coffee machine up a tree. Okay, you know what? Yeah, you yeah. love it. Um, okay, all right, good. So, eight hundred pounds on a coffee machine. Congratulations! That is the most. That is the new record for the most expensive. Please, thing you ever know what? We, we never can mention this. Yeah, I'm going to be ripped to shit for that. That is ridiculous amount spent on a coffee machine. But, oh dear you know, God. It's it's thoroughly deserved. It's thoroughly deserved. Here we are now, crashing right smack bang into the present. We have got a <laughs> hamster animal collection, <gasps> sterling silver, lovely the hamster, hamster beads. Charm. <laughs> hamster right charm. now, my best friend Nicola, she got her husband bought her a hamster for Christmas last year. Right. I swear to God, how I feel about my dog is how she treats her hamster. Oh God, don't. Because hamsters yes. only last about two minutes. Don't. Do not. Oh. Seriously. I did a job. <laughs> this is God's honest truth. When I was, I was filming, um, it's not filming, I was, I did a three month theatre gig mm. in London in um, December last year. Right. So November, December, January, finished in Feb. And her and her husband and Joe, they all came to stay with me for one weekend and Nicola cried on the train because she had to leave. <laughs> Don't. She's 12. You would think so if you met her. Believe me, she was like, I, I, I had to leave Mickey. Oh, so for her so birthday, that, that that was only one of the hamster related presents. So I got her, she's got a Pandora bracelet. Other yeah brands are available and mm-hmm. pandora don't do a, a hamster charm so i found this other charm that will fit yeah. pandora bracelet and it's in the shape of a hamster i also got her you know one of those cushions of people's heads that you can get yeah i got one of her head of a hamster <laughs> <laughs> and um she went away for the weekend with her husband um yeah. and she took that with her so she wouldn't feel Oh that far away God. from the hamster. So I if mean, anyone tells me I have an unhealthy relationship with my dog, yeah. I'm just going to point them in Nicholas' direction. This is what happens. People who aren't into dogs and cats punch down at us and think we're fucking idiots for how much we love our animals. Yeah, exactly. And, and then we have the hamster owners beneath us. That's how yeah, exactly. low down we are. We and then there's fish. Then there's fish. And then it's like, okay, mate, you need to sort yourself out. <laughs> Seriously, really did it. It can't have a personality. Its memory lasts three <laughs> seconds. Unbelievable. Um, wow, hamster love. There's a thing. Um, so, it's, right. I didn't know now, it was a thing. I did not know it was a thing. I, saw, <laughs> I always thought hamsters were just bought to uh, show your kids what happens when an animal dies. That is basically. My... You know something? You're, you're, uh, you need to, on record now, apologize to Nicola for saying that because she will literally cry when she hears you say that. Nicola, your hamster. I've, I've just been checking with. Um, uh, hamster god oh god and he said that your hamster is never going to die your hamster is thank immortal. you thank god and, uh, Trust what's me. the name of what's the name of her hamster mickey mickey, mickey with incredibly <laughs> large balls you have never seen balls on a hamster like it it is obscene <laughs> 
So uh, Mickey Big Balls is going to be absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Don't Thank worry you. about him. Thank you. Does, Thank you does so he get much. The balls? What happens when he goes on the wheel with those balls? That must be so a problem. Sometimes one pops out, sometimes neither pop out, sometimes both pop out. Right. Okay. Well, it's something to watch, isn't it? It's, it's really interesting. I was like, something is wrong with your hamster. He's got an obsession. No, that's his testicle. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Please use that line in the sitcom sometimes. Um, all right. Do you and know, then... this is how our podcast has kind of taken a turn now into hamster testicles. Hamster balls. It's just great. It's just great. <laughs> the topics we've touched upon, I'm exhausted. And then finally, <laughs> delivered on the 13th of September, but a few days ago, uh, you placed the order on the 11th of September, um, some lovely pro steel women's gold hoop earrings 18 all about the hoop. plated all about the hoop everyone's all about the hoop all the about moment. the hoop i actually bought a pair because i have to wear my hoops i love my hoops i have so many pairs of earrings earrings are my thing as mm. well as converse and um, I, I i i one of my earrings broke so i had to replace them right 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 okay well that you, the same you day do- i was like i, I mean- can't be without but that is the good thing, isn't it, about uh, using this uh, sort of building your style around certain basic things it means it's very mm. easy to replace those things. So easy, you know something. Amazon was a nightmare during lockdown. I had to, I had to, well, I had to turn it off. Yeah. Did you I just actually? keep getting delivered? Yeah. I, I, at one point, I was like, right, you can't buy any more things you don't need. You have not worked. You don't know when you're going to work again. Oh, <laughs> Don't think about it. Don't. It's, I mean, do you have stuff lined up then? For have they start? Some things you know, have yeah, started. Yeah, I, I, I have a couple of bits lined up. Um, I know she, she honestly, hysterically. And um, this is how bad it was. I, I, uh, you, you might have seen it. it. It was announced a couple of months back. I signed up to do BBC's um, celebrity best home cook. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It was hysterical. I was like, well, this is nice. And then, you know, when you're thinking, is it or is it nice because I haven't worked? <laughs> and so have they done it yet? Yes, we finished filming now. I can't give anything away. Oh. But from me, don't expect miracles. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is it is it better? Do you do better or worse than your mastermind experience, which we started this whole conversation on? Oh about my god, nine hours I was ago. praying to God that I would do better than my mastermind experience, and I did marginally better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was it was weird. Such a laugh. It was. It's what we needed after being locked up. I needed to see other people and. Um, and pretend that I could. Well, it was basically acting. How I wonder what a chef would act like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all you got to do. I could hone my skill. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that was pretty much it. But hey, it we, we had a good time. But yeah, so that that would that was a nice job to come out of lockdown with. But now we're back in local lockdown, so God oh, knows you, when you, I'll be let out again. Properly in it now. You let out or what? Well, yeah, it's just. You know, you can't go and see family and all that stuff. And oh, god, yeah, it's just a bit. Ugh. Yeah, it's a bit. It is a bit. Ugh. Um, listen, Ruth, this has been a a balm uh, for the ugh, which we've all had this year. Thank you so much for for giving us your time and for letting me go through so much detail. Um, listen, uh, Ruth, Mayden, you're absolutely brilliant, and I think you're wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Years and years was a highlight of TV for me in the last couple of years, and I, oh, I wish you all you the so best much. with all the stuff you've got coming up. And we can follow you on the Twitters. What's your Twitter bits, please? At Ruth Maidley, is that. It is that um, 
Oh, no, I'm not. I'm Ruth underscore Maidley on Twitter. <laughs> See, this is my terrible life. I'm Ruth underscore Maidley on Twitter. And I'm Ruth Maidley on Instagram. See, I got me wrong. Fine, fine, fine. Well, done. it's that simple. It's not actually it's, right. It's not right. <laughs> um, yeah, what an absolute joy. Thank you so much for having me. The brilliant Ruth Maidley. Isn't she great? What a fantastic actor. What an inspiring person. And all the shit you could possibly dream of for an episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. My favourite. What was What was your favourite? Tweet me. At ToasterPod. Um, I think my favourite was the Kylie album. It just tells you everything you need to know. Anyone who loves a Kylie album, I'm going to be a big fan of theirs. Uh, listen, thank you so much for listening. I haven't booked a guest for next week, so I really need to get on with that. Um, if you've got any good ideas for people, can you give me a tweet, please? At ToasterPod. Because uh, I've just about rinsed my little black book now, so come on, I need some help. Um, also, can you do me a favour as well? If you could write a review and a, you know star rating and all that shit um, over on our um, uh, page on your podcast platform, running out of words, running out of words, that's my running out of words warning. Uh, but also, my wife's podcast is out this week. It's called One Torn Every Minute. The first episode landed last week. I think I'll put a trail in for it in this episode, actually. Um, and it's got the brilliant Sophie Ellis-Bexter. She was on last week. And it's stories of childbirth, but told with a fantastic sense of humour and with a lot of love put into incredibly vivid descriptions of various parts of the uh, female anatomy going through what is, by and large, a fairly horrendous procedure, but all done with a smile and a wink to camera. Not really a wink to camera, more of a nod to the microphone. Um, enough of me talking, but have a listen to One Torn Every Minute. It's dead good. And that's me getting a text live on the show. Right, I'm going now. All the best. Lots of love. Kind regards. Bye. GreatBigOwl.com Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.